It was a hot day in May 2006 when two Red Lake tribal conservation officers sped across the mirror-smooth waters of Upper Red Lake, uncased M4 assault rifles and shotguns leaning against the bow of the reservation conservation boat. Officers Nelson and Grola never left the guns on shore. Someone could break into their vehicle and take them. They had been on routine patrol when they saw two white men fishing on reservation waters. Grola is a big man, an intimidating man if you don't know him, or for some even if you do. He laughs a lot. He weighs nearly 400 pounds. His Ojibwe name is Ogima Gijig, literally Head of the Sky, but more figuratively, Head Thunderbird, and he belongs to the Caribou Clan, just as his great-great-great-grandfather, the famous Ojibwe war chief, Wa Bojig had. When I was at the police academy in New Mexico, Grola said, it was like boot camp, you know, like that movie Full Metal Jacket. It was tough. You got yelled at a lot. I saw a few girls cry the first day. A lot of those guys had never been yelled at before, and they didn't know how to do anything for themselves. I was glad I was raised the way I was. I grew up hauling wood, doing chores. At the academy, all that work I did growing up helped. A lot of guys didn't know how to do laundry or how to press their clothes. I knew all of that. When I got back from the academy, I got my class number tattooed on my shoulder. IPA 71. I was half the size I am now. I was about 235 pounds. I could bench press 300-something. Now I eat all the time. Because of the stress, I think. Grola used to work for the Red Lake Police Force, but he switched over to conservation in 2000, largely because of the stress. A lot of guys quit this job. They do it for a few years and get tired of it and become what's called being retired on duty. They just don't care anymore. I was getting to that place. I just didn't care anymore, and I didn't want to be like that. It got to be too much, so I switched to conservation. I like being in the woods more. Grola's partner, Corporal Tyson Nelson, is also imposing. Dark, six feet tall, 235 pounds. Nelson is a boxer, one of the best from Red Lake a place that has produced many good golden gloves. Grola's shoes and socks were on the floor of the boat. He raced across the water wearing only his pants and shirt. His gun belt was off. Later, during the trial in Red Lake Tribal Court, his manner of dress would become an issue. You looked like you were ready to tango, like you wanted to fight, said Jerry Muller, one of the fishermen. No, you learned pretty quick not to go on the water wearing heavy boots. If you go over, you could drown says Charlie. Grola and Tyson had been watching as the boat with the two white fishermen neared the reservation boundary, marked onshore with a sign and on the water with white plastic buoys. Sport fishermen often ripped down the signs and cut the buoys. Only a road remains as a reminder of where the reservation boundary lies. Even though Jerry Muller and his son-in-law were close to shore and could see the sign, they did not turn around. They continued fishing on Red Lake waters, until they were a mile inside the reservation. When Muller saw the conservation officers approaching, he started his boat, gunned it, and then stopped. Clearly the officers had the faster boat. He knew where he was, recalled Grola. We took him in and he was cooperative at first. He played stupid. We didn't know, he said. We didn't know. But we were really respectful, professional. Even though they saw the signs down, everyone knows where the boundary is. You can see it on the shore, and it was totally calm. How could you drift a mile over the boundary when there's no wind at all?
Grola and Nelson powered up alongside Muller and his son-in-law. The case is referred to as the Muller case, although the boat actually belonged to the son-in-law. Took hold of the 1984 Forester 17-foot fiberglass boat and said that they were fishing on Red Lake Reservation waters and that the boat, motor, and fishing gear were being confiscated. If I'm on the reservation, I'm real sorry for this, Muller recalled saying. I had no intention of fishing on your side of the lake. Muller claimed later that Grola said, Your apology don't hold no weight with me. The officers moved their assault rifles to the stern and commanded Muller and his son-in-law to get into the bow. With the boat in tow, they proceeded back to the boat landing. The son-in-law was polite, even contrite. He paid his fine and got his boat and trailer back without complaint. Muller was a different story. When he returned home, he received a summons to appear in Red Lake Reservation Tribal Court.